0: Alrighty, and welcome to episode fifty-six of Turtle Recall. I am your host Jason Segel, and join with me as always as my ever so lovely and glad she is back wife Anna.
1: <laughs> I'm glad you didn't say my wife Terminator or something.
0: <laughs> no, because we were we were gone for a couple of weeks, and we said we'll be back. And th- th- we're gonna z- we're all we're gonna do. It's just impersonate Arnold Schwarzenegger for the next five hours or so how long this podcast is.
1: Exactly. And these two weeks, I just had uh, iced coffee without any creamer.
0: Oh, my gosh. That's the
1: only way I get creamer is...
0: The it. only way you get creamer is when you do the podcast.
1: That's right.
0: That's right. Yes. If you want to know, with Anna's like caffeine addiction, she only <laughs> drinks hot coffee... When we do the podcast, and with hot coffee she has creamer. Any other days, when she, especially when she's working, she has iced coffee with no creamer. <laughs> That's the rule. Yes, that that, that is the rule. I, I don't make it up. She makes it up. Uh, this week we are talking about the episode The Turtle Terminator. But before we get into this, you know, Terminator, you know, robots taking over the world. I want to talk about another movie we saw not too long ago about... Robots taking over the world.
1: Oh, Mitchells uh, versus the Machines.
0: Yes, yes, the Mitchells versus the Machines. And the reason I want to bring this up, because we are making it Ninja Turtle related, and if you listen to our bonus podcast last week, we kind of briefly touched on this. But that movie was written by Jeff Rowe, and the and so what's what I'm so confident in now is because Jeff Rowe, he's going to be the director of the Ninja Turtles movie that's coming out, now we know, in August uh, 2023.
1: Oh, I can't wait for that.
0: Yes, yes. I I really cannot wait for that. Like, honestly, like, first, if you have not seen that movie, you should definitely see that movie. It's on Netflix, so if you don't have Netflix, I guarantee you, you have a friend that has Netflix that you can, like, go visit and, and watch or steal their password cuz that's the popular thing to do with Netflix.
1: Oh, people do that?
0: Yeah, of course people do that. My parents do that. You think they pay for Netflix? No, I pay for Netflix. <laughs> and Netflix is now going to listen to this and they're going to cancel. <laughs> uh, but
1: I thought that they can share it.
0: Uh, well, I mean it, it's pe- people share it, but it's not it's not what they intended it to be.
1: Sharing is caring.
0: I know, sharing is caring. <laughs> You know, if you're if you're listening to this, if you're if you share streaming services, I, I, I'm just curious about that. Just just let us know if you share any uh, streaming services with your friends or family. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so going back to Mitchells vs. Machines, it was a really excellent movie, and uh, like what I really liked about it, it was about family. And the uh, the one thing I love about Ninja Turtles is like the brotherhood between the four turtles.
1: Yes, yes.
0: And I have. Full confidence that, like, we at least get a really good, entertaining story with that. Now, this is Jeff Rowe's, like, first, like, directorial duty. Like, he's, like, uh, he's written before, he's written for Mitchell's vs. Machines. He's also written, uh, like, an, uh, like, an episode or two of Gravity Falls. So if he has, like, the writer's credit. Uh-huh. I'm just hoping, like, with his writing background, that's going to, like, really affect his directing, uh, debut. uh
1: He has that, uh, fun, energetic, uh, writing skill. Like, he's just yes. his style.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. And, and that's, that's the big thing I want. I, I want this to be fun, and I, I can definitely see this to be fun. And, like, I mean, one of my favorite Nintendo movies is actually the 2007 movie. I actually really enjoyed that one because I felt like the 2007 movie, like, really brought in that brotherhood uh like dynamic between the turtles now i'm just because like now i can just imagine like we get we can get something like that except we have like a more fun playful like it's more exciting thing than than what we had in the 2007 movie
1: yes now i kind of like wish they could uh like publish a book that can have access a script (laughs) right I, I really want to know how they how they write like these um, exciting like um, scenes especially for Ninja Turtles.
0: Right. no, no, I, I definitely agree and uh, I, I, I'm, I'm so curious no matter what I'm so curious what the movie's gonna come out to. I know I know for a lot of people I, I know a lot of a lot of people are worried about the new movie, which is very understandable because you know they they want something that they want to enjoy. And, like, and I know a lot of people who were disappointed with the two most recent movies. Uh, like, in which I, I 100% understand. Now, me, personally, I like both those movies. Like, I I thought, I thought they were still, like, fun, enjoyable movies. But I know it's no 90s movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, I, that I understand. Um, I mean, now, with this new movie, I don't want them to try to recreate the 90s movie. Because we can't do that. First... It would be so awkward and weird if we tried to recreate the 90s movie only because, like, you know, they had, like, little limitations. And with this new movie going to be animation. Yeah. Like, we don't, like, we can, like, go without those.
1: Yes, it's like, as much as you like 80s, it's like you were 80s clothes in the street and you keep telling people you in you love it you love those days right you can't always wear those clothes you can enjoy it you can look at it in the museum and everything but
0: right right you have to let it go you have to let it go you have to go you have to let things go with the time yes because if we just make everything that's stuck back in the past and you're right you would just be like that person who's like wearing the 80s fashion yes uh you said it so great you Anna in her wise words.
1: <laughs> now people are trying to make do monitor and... Uh, yeah, they're and like, podcast.
0: hey, don't mess with the movie.
1: I <laughs> Yeah,
0: exactly. I- I'm just saying.
1: Tomato at this
0: podcast. Yeah, tomato at this podcast exactly. I the I mean the the original movie is perfect and uh I mean it, it's a pro- really it's a product of its time which is but. It's one of those things where, like, you can still watch it now and still enjoy. Yes. Uh, but, like, you know, here and now in, like, the 2020s, guess what? We got a new type of audience, and we try to show though, like, you know, we if we try to show that movie uh, something like that to, like, this generation of, like, kids, they're probably not going to enjoy it.
1: Yes. Yeah. I know I get more tomatoes if I say this, but I remember the first time you try to show that, to Me without all these backgrounds, right? So I was not in, I was not interested, I was right? Like, this is dark, uh, they look ugly to me, and <laughs> I have no idea too. what is it. Now I'm interested. Now, to... now
0: you're interested because you know everything, yes, because I know
1: it. a story, and yeah,
0: I'll, all I know is I'm gonna be really excited because by the time that movie comes out, our son will be five, and it's gonna be so awesome to take him to a Ninja Turtles movie
1: uh-huh. in the
0: theater. It'll be definitely a daddy-son <laughs> kind of thing. And he
1: already put your hat.
0: Yes, he already put my hat. He already is already still in my hat. I mean, he has already Ninja Turtle clothes, <laughs> but yeah. I can't... W- I mean, and to be honest, I mean, our son is going to be the... Like, our, our son who is going to be... Which this movie is going to be aimed at. Because... <laughs> I mean, if they wanted to put a movie towards like the people like us, like they would definitely do do another like they would definitely go in another approach. And when they did, and you know they did try that approach back in twenty fourteen, and it didn't, you know, it just didn't work that well. Even Power Rangers, they the Power Rangers movie back in twenty seventeen, they tried to do that approach where they're trying to like oh let's target to the people who grew up with it. Yes. And it didn't work. Uh, it Like, you know, the the new generation, it will work. Because if they enjoy it, and guess what? Like, they're going to, like, you know, th- then, like, it'll have, like, a bigger resurgence. And th- that'll keep this uh, go- going on for a good while.
1: I just love, uh, because before all these, uh, like, everywhere, every year when we were going to the convention. Yeah. You always get, like, some very young people from, like like very this generation yes. that they ask you questions that is <laughs> like adorable and
0: yes 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 no uh, whenever i go to a convention and whenever it's the kids that ask me the questions they they ask like i, I love their questions more than like the adults <laughs> the adult questions because the adult questions is always like who's your favorite turtle like uh they, they always want they want, always want to hear that they always want to hear like oh what do you think is gonna happen here? What do you think is gonna happen here? And then like, I'll, like the kids are just like, I mean, it goes into randomness and be like, what, what Pokemon do you think the turtles like to collect, <laughs> or something <laughs> like that? Um, I still to this day the best thing I had I heard from a kid. He asked me, did I ever watch? the live-action Ninja Turtles Netflix series.
1: <laughs> Netflix series? Yes,
0: exactly. And he called it the Netflix series. Aww. And the reason why is because he watched it on Netflix, and he knew it was only on Netflix, and this series is called Next Mutation. And I, and just in my mind was just blown at that much, because I'm like, okay, this was made, like, so many years ago, and it failed tremendously <laughs> and, but for this kid he just thinks this was something netflix made just keep credit to netflix <laughs> exactly <laughs> but uh, just really curious on, on what you guys think uh, are you guys excited about the new movie are you cautious about the new movie also have you seen mitchell's versus the machines and what you guys think about that also now that you know that Jeff Rowe, who wrote, who co-wrote *Mitchell's and the Versus the Machines*, is going to be directing the *Ninja Turtles* movie, does that give you a lot? Does it, that does that give you hope for *Ninja Turtles* movie? I'm going to like both Anna and I. were it gives us so much hope.
1: Yes, it does.
0: Yeah, in fact, like throughout my time watching the *Mitchell's and the Versus the Machines*, I was like, oh, I could see, I could see him doing this for *Ninja Turtles*. I can see him doing this for *Ninja Turtles*. Uh, such a great movie definitely it's definitely on my recommend list uh, if you haven't seen it yet just you know stop this podcast or after this podcast ends go watch that movie if you have to go uh, steal a Netflix password steal a Netflix password <laughs> say it's for Mitchell's versus the Machines and you know what Netflix will forgive you for it <laughs> alright let's get into the news you ready? yes alright let's do this all right so first I want to talk about is we are now in the month of June okay and uh, June uh, I, I believe it's in the US I don't know if any other month any other countries do this for the month of June but it is a uh, pride month and like you know it's for like the LGBT uh, community yeah and everything and the way we started uh, June from Kevin Eastman was actually pretty cool he posted this image which I, I absolutely loved and <laughs> this
1: is smart yeah
0: it's really smart and so uh, if you guys are uh, only listening to the audio he basically took a, the, a ninja turtle head with the and then cut it up in five different segments for each of the turtles to make it look like the the pride flag. Oh. It, it It's so genius that, like, I'm surprised no one else is, has, like, done it before.
1: <laughs> so, is it the Kevin Eastman art?
0: Yeah, this is Kevin Eastman art. This oh, is, cool. Oh, yeah, yes. Th- this is his art. Uh, like, so, uh, and, like, it's, there's five because, you know, uh, the yellow is Jenica, she's is uh, the IDW female uh, turtle. Uh-huh. Uh, now, for, like, the... The pride pride flag, uh, the colors are, uh, I believe it's red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and purple. And then uh, recently they added, I believe, black and brown to include uh, the, uh, you know, the other races. More
1: symbolic. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Uh, But, like, so, with turtles, you know, none of the turtles actually have a green headband. (laughs) <laughs> but they're already green anyway, so I think it really fits
1: yes, exactly. in the
0: rainbow. And uh, I, I think it's genius. I really think uh, they did a really good job uh, on this. Now, the reason we're bringing this up is because this image is actually going to be the cover for IDW 117 on, for, issue for the ongoing series. Oh, really? Yes, this is going to be the cover B. Of, the, of, of that uh, issue, in, which is, uh, it's right now scheduled to come out at the end of this month, uh, June 30th. Uh-huh. So it's actually pretty cool. And this is cover B, so it shouldn't be a, this is not like a uh, retailer exclusive or anything like that. It should still like be like that whole $4 price. I can see like some comic book shops, like my comic book shop, uh, they like whenever they see something like really cool and symbolic that everyone wants, even though it's a regular cover, like I can see them charging a markup on it, mm-hmm. uh, just because of uh, they know that that's going to be what's more sought after. Personally, I always try to go for the cover B issues of the Ninja Turtle figure, the comics, because cover B's usually is uh, not ninety nine percent is done by Kevin Eastman. Uh-huh. So I prefer I prefer his covers. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I, I think it's really cool. Uh, I like you know if you get the comics, even if you don't com- get the comics, I think this is a really cool display piece. Yes. And like you know just especially something symbolic for this month. I have a feeling. I have a feeling this was like something that was decided so late, and because issue 117. Uh, May, we didn't get an issue. Like, we got an issue in April, but then May, uh, we didn't get an issue, and then I believe originally it was scheduled that that 117 was supposed to come out in early June, and then 118 was supposed to come out in late June. Uh-huh. I have a feeling that this was a late decision, and, like, <laughs> I have a feeling that Kevin Eastman did this, like, in, like, the beginning of, like, June or something like that, or maybe the end of May. Uh, and then, like, IDW kind of went into this, like, hey, we're already facing production delays. Let's just delay it even further so we can put this on the cover. Because it's coming on the last day of June. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, uh, you know, like, it, it's almost like, it is almost like a month and a half without a comic for, uh, for the ongoing series. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so, that's really it for uh, Ninja Turtles-wise, but... I do have one other still IDW Kevin Eastman mm-hmm. uh, kind of thing and, uh, Can I have
1: my own news was it I said can I have my own news
0: yeah well, yes yeah, so let's have your own news what, what's your news
1: so since you said it's a month and a half that it's not coming out right so uh, uh, I just want to tell people there's a there's a pizza place which is next to the the comic book so whenever he goes to pick up the the comic so he get pizza for me? Yes,
0: yes. I, I always do that. There, yes, there, there's a pizza place right next to the comic book shop.
1: So when he's at the one month and a half, I should not get pizza. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I'm so sorry. You're going to have to wait till um, June 30th.
1: I think people that who, who is uh, following us, they know that how much I care about food. <laughs>
0: yes, exactly. They should. They really should.
1: <laughs> okay, so go ahead with the rest of all the All
0: right, all right, all right. So uh, the rest of the news, uh, I want to show you uh, this image right here. All right. It's so can get it? all right. All right, but you recognize the artist? Uh, no, I cannot. Recognize. You, you don't. Worry. Okay, that's that's Kevin Eastman.
1: Is it?
0: Yeah, that, that, that's Kevin Eastman. Uh, so this is not Ninja Turtle related, but it's Ninja Turtle adjacent because it is Kevin Eastman.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, so this is an image like- of uh, Snake Eyes from uh the GI Joe franchise. Uh huh. And like you know, another like popular '80s uh like cartoon, that a lot of people are liking, and like action figures have been like going. Like I keep thinking like that. Neca has been bad. Like people are. Uh, I'm having a hard time fighting Neca for for figures, and then I keep hearing about GI Joe, and then just parts of my mind is like, man, I think thank goodness I don't collect GI Joe. I think I'd be going crazy. But yes, uh, this is so Kevin Eastman is going to do, uh, he's going to do some art in. The GI Joe Snake Eyes Dead Game series, which I believe is, this issue is coming out in July. I'm not hundred uh, percent, not hundred percent on that one, but uh, Kevin Eastman will be doing art. I don't know if he's doing just a cover or if he's actually going to do some images like in the actual comic itself. Uh-huh. This is the final issue uh, for that series for that uh that that snake eyes uh end game like so uh they're actually getting kevin eastman uh to do uh some gi joe art it to me it's always like cool to see uh eastman doing art for other series yeah. that's like not ninja turtles and like just to see like his take on it like uh like one of my favorite covers he did like i want to say it was a couple years ago was he did spider Spider-Man. yeah spider-man i love that cover it's such a cool cover
1: I love because he's, he's like, he already created the, like, uh, the biggest uh, heroes. Right. And I love that he still uh, do the challenge to do uh, other Right. characters.
0: Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I really like that, too. Uh, like I said, I don't know if it's just, I don't know if this is just going to be limited to a cover or if it, or just some parts of the comic is going to have just some of his art. I think it's a really cool thing uh, that they're doing because I always like it when to see, Eastman doing like other characters. Uh, now I am gonna say like uh, looking at this image. This image is very clean, and I really like it uh, because one of my complaints about the latest uh, Last Ronin issue was there's a, co- a few pages with uh, Kevin Eastman's art, which is actually cool that they had. We had few pages with Kevin Eastman's art. Uh-huh. Uh but there's so many lines, and you know Kevin Eastman like. Uh, usually when you associate Kevin Eastman you associate like no color yeah. so there's like so every so all the instead of like no color it's everything's gray with like so much lines and I have to show you those pages but it was hard to see what the actual images were uh-huh. uh, so like this one looks like really cool uh, then like I, I really like this a lot like I said this is for uh, sn- the snake eyes dead game So
1: Kevin Eastman is the master of texture
0: yes Yes, yes, yes. Him and his texture lines. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, G.I. Joe Snake Eyes uh, Dead Game number 5, which is the last issue of that series. Should be coming out uh, sometime next month. Uh, just, uh, if you if you want like, have any some art that's not Ninja Turtles, like, this is a really good way to get some of them in. Like, you know, uh, I haven't been reading G.I. Joe Snake Eyes uh, at all, but for you G.I. Joe fans, uh, hopefully this has been good. Uh, you know, let us know. But that is everything we have uh, for this week. Very light week.
1: Really? Yeah. No toys?
0: No toys. No, not nothing Nothing from NECA, nothing from Playmates, nothing from Super 7. <sighs> uh, so, yeah, no no toys news. Hopefully, Hopefully, toy news will come next week. Alright, and just as a reminder, you can listen to the news live on YouTube every Tuesday night, 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. It could be daytime to, uh, for you guys when you listen to it, but, the, but we do it live and we love it when you guys like interact with us. It's always so fun when you guys do that.
1: Yes.
0: Alright, let's get started on the episode. You ready?
1: I'm ready.
0: Alright. This week we're talking about season three, episode thirty-seven, the Turtle Terminator. It originally aired on November fourteenth, nineteen eighty-nine. This was uh, directed by Reg Lodge and written by David Bennett, Karen, and J. Larry Carroll. All right, uh, just a few things about this because, uh, you no, know, so both uh, Old Man Winters and uh, Michael Atkins had a lot. To write about this episode, and they both brought up this. They both brought up that the animation in this episode is—I'm gonna sum it up by saying—subpar. Um, and it—it it, yeah, it's subpar, and it's different from the other episodes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this episode was animated in the Dublin uh division. You know, we've had, like, some of those episodes, like, April Fool's, uh, I'm, I, I'm trying to remember some of the other ones right now, but, uh, like, you know, we had that, that more cartoony yes,
1: yeah.
0: uh, art style, and sometimes we get, like, different layouts, but that, this episode is definitely one of theirs, and this one is definitely, this is definitely not one I would, like, recommend for people to be like, hey, I want to introduce you to Ninja Turtles, And I would not recommend this episode just mainly because of how, like, cartoony. Because it just doesn't represent the series that well.
1: Yes, yes. It was very cartoony.
0: Right. Uh, So, I want to bring that up. Also, did two of the turtles sound kind of weird to you?
1: It's funny because I... I was so distracted with other things that I didn't even pay attention to turtles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you didn't pay attention. You, you know there are like four turtles on this on in this episode, right? <laughs> I was
1: I was paying attention to other details that I think I didn't pay attention to. The, uh, the voice actors was different, is not it?
0: Yes, yes. the the voice The voice actors were different. All right. So, uh, Mikey and uh, Leo, they're both. Voiced by Michael Towns- T- Townsend and uh, Cam Clark. I don't believe. I, I mean, maybe later on, but I don't believe. Uh, I don't believe those two ever get voice replaced at all. I think. I think uh, Cam and Townsend uh, voice those two characters like throughout the whole run. Uh-huh. But Raphael is voiced by. Uh, Tom Pinto, I do want to note that this is Tom Pinto's last, final time that he'll be voicing Raphael in the series. Yeah. Um, and and then Donatello was voiced by Greg Berg. And that, since Donatello was voiced by Greg Berg, so that means Bebop was also voiced by Greg Berg. But it's just odd, it, it is kind of like ironic that half the turtle teams, half our main characters, are voice replaced in this episode.
1: Yes, it was definitely like a different episode.
0: Yeah, yeah, it it different. It definitely was. Um, uh, and I'm
1: just wondering, like, do you think the kids also like understand these differences that we pay attention, or
0: when I was a kid, it never occurred to me. Um, it didn't occur to me until like I got older, and that's why they did it was because they knew kids couldn't tell the difference, uh-huh. and it was just cheaper for them to be instead of to. Instead of halting production, they just like okay, we just keep going, and we just like get we you know we just get someone to do it in this episode, and then when they come back, then we'll uh, bring the regular guy back. Oh uh, yes, yeah, like uh, but yeah, uh, uh, no, I, I would be honest, like as a kid, just didn't really notice it that much. Um, like, I know, I know, as a kid though, whenever Greg Bird was sign, would be Donatello, I just always assumed that Donatello just, like, I just thought, like, he just had a cold, the voice actor had a cold that day or something like that. Because mm-hmm. it sounds like, it, it It does sound like Barry Gordon, it just, like, but, it it just does, but, like, there's something a little off. Mm-hmm. But it's not like Raphael, Raphael, like, Tom Pinto does not sound like Rob Paulson at all. Mm-hmm. Like... I mean that like I- I'm surprised as a kid I never caught that but uh let's go ahead and start uh breaking down down this episode because like you know the first thing I talk about is, is actually the cartooniness the because cat. uh not even the uh not even the cat actually the cat was actually before the scene so yeah we had the scared cat yeah. with the with the thing and then we saw uh we saw Roxanne and Bebop they get the dirt like, they get all, like, that...
1: Yes, and then it changed to, like, a transition.
0: It uh, made well, all this... The, no, I'm talking talking about transition. The fact, like, when we see them in the dirt, we uh, had the eyes come out.
1: Yes, yes, that was very cute.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, you know, especially, like... I mean, with Bebop, he had the sunglasses out, which is, like, totally believable. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, But rock steady where we just have like the eyes like I'm like okay how like you know not ha- that only happens in cartoons
1: yes exactly yeah but even the transition the transi- transition the transition that I was saying was like a Tom and Jerry kind of transition You're right. yeah that uh because it was like a cloud that made all the uh screen white and then we went to another screen
0: right exactly uh another scene yeah uh, before before we get into the next thing I wrote, uh, I do want to skip one thing and go back into the, the cartooniness and back with Roxanne and Bebop because when they're breaking into Irma's apartment uh-huh. uh, you know, they they like fall through the wall yes, and it has that cartoony but this time it's a little more believable but like the shape of the character yes. on the wall now I will give the I will give the artist this. They do like they do make it out of brick instead of that like oh, it's a perfect.
1: Yes. Perfect shape.
0: Per- perfect shape? Yeah. This one is like, okay, it's it, it's believable, but it's still it's still that out- outline in which I mean, especially the way both of them fall through the wall. <laughs> There'd no way it would make the outline. It would just be just a hole, hole with like some bricks out, out of the way.
1: So, what was the what was the cat about? Why they keep showing cats? I
0: don't... I, I mean, I don't know, maybe to remind... Maybe to remind the viewers that Irma and April have cats, like, like around the okay, apartments?
1: So, so, at first we saw that, I think, it was Bebop that stepped on the cat's tail. Right. And the, the cat screamed... And then we keep seeing that joke with Irma that she stepped on people's feet.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Throughout this whole episode, we see like Irma the klutz. Now, this is not like the first time we've seen like Irma like be be klutzy because like that is part of her character, especially like the episode where she grew really big and she kept bumping into things. Yes. Uh, But but, yeah, this one, like it went hard on the whole like Irma just stepping on everybody's feet.
1: Yes, but I'm saying they started with Bebop at first.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. They start with a uh, Bebop. Yeah, the, we they start with like Bebop going being very klutzy, and then like, and then all of a sudden like Bebop is like perfect throughout the rest of the episode, while like all that klutz is like been uh, emphasized on Irma. <laughs> all right, the one thing I want. So after after we see Roxanne and Bebop, we cut into Irma in her apartment. And, like, we also find out, like, in between this part, like, you know, uh, Shredder and Krang, they're like, hey, um, uh, like, Krang is like, oh, I made a Terminator robot, uh, and w- we need you to, uh, kidnap, uh, Irma, because she's close to the turtles, and that's, this kind of how, like, how the, how it starts out, the plan and everything. We go into Irma, and...
1: Oh, Ir- you, something is, uh, can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. Did, did you understand we skipped the, uh, summary?
0: <gasps> <laughs> oh gosh! All right, hold on. Oh, okay.
1: I think it's good.
0: It, it, it's good. We don't need a summary. We don't need a summary. We, no summary in this episode. We were we were out for two weeks. We were out for two weeks and we forgot <laughs> how things go. I
1: still don't feel so comfortable. Right? You
0: feel so comfortable with no summary. Yeah. All right, it, it's all right. N- next week we'll have a summary. Okay, go on. Okay, okay. Yeah, we did forget the summary. All right. So we cut into Irma's apartment. Irma's getting excited about her date. One thing that, uh, one thing that Michael Atkins wrote is: Does Irma already have a framed photo of the guy she's going on a first date with sitting on her vanity? <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> oh, I
1: didn't catch that. Yeah, you know,
0: To be honest, I didn't catch it either. I what, but I'm gonna say this: maybe because since he's like the top anchor, um, in in Channel Six, maybe like, maybe like everyone, maybe like, er, like everyone just has those photos, and she just decided to frame it because she, he finally said yes, uh, <laughs> on, on a date. No, okay, I'm gonna those say this. Those
1: days, that Irma didn't have an Instagram to check.
0: Exactly, yeah, Irma didn't have an Instagram to check. Now I'm gonna say this. Uh, this is not the first time we've seen this anchor. We've seen this anchor before in other episodes, and like I'm joking, it's like, hey, look, there's another guy. And Channel 6, because we only see, like, the four main people on Channel 6 in this big building. But, uh, but we've seen this anchor before. We've seen him in, in other episodes. I believe the most recent episode we saw him in was the, the, the one, uh, Super Rock Steady and Mighty Bebop. Uh-huh. Because if you remember, he was in, he was doing the news while, like, everyone was just kind of filming him. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, but... This guy is mentioned throughout the episode. We've seen, like, and he's in a couple of scenes in this episode. And they refer to him so many times. He does not have a name.
1: Oh, he doesn't?
0: No, they they just call him Anchorman. Or extremely handsome Anchorman. <laughs> they never actually, we never get to actually hear this guy's name in 22 minutes. That this episode is on.
1: Oh, that's funny.
0: There is no name for this guy. <laughs> like, and, and so I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm bringing this. I'm gonna bring this up again. <laughs> I promise, I'm bringing this up again. But there's no name for this guy. This Anchorman is just Anchorman. <laughs> for some reason, they just want. They just no one in the writer's room does bother to give this guy like just a name and even though this is not the first episode we seen him in and i had to go and like check okay did he have a name in the other in the other episode he was in no he didn't have an episode he didn't have a name there but he wasn't referenced so much <laughs> in that episode uh, uh, except for in this episode uh but i do want to bring up
1: you have to put a page for for him in the wikipedia
0: yeah I'll, I'll have check. I'll, i have a feeling he has a page <laughs> i have a feeling he's extremely handsome man. yes but while everyone's getting ready for a date she's singing did
1: yeah, you, yes yes did. i was like who who's singing when she's late and doing makeup very fast
0: <laughs> i mean you know uh, when, when when you had your first date with me were you were you singing like that just just say no because she sung badly <laughs>
1: No, because I, I remember I was so late, and <laughs> you were waiting, waiting for me, and I was just nervous. Just...
0: Uh, yeah, oh, 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 that's why I was waiting? Because you were nervous? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, 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 because I was, I was nervous because I was late.
0: Oh, oh okay.
1: I don't remember why I was late, because maybe, I, because I think you were
0: too early. I was, okay, <laughs> that was the thing. I was too early for our first date, and that's why I had to wait. <laughs> That's, that's, see, that's the lesson for you guys. Don't be too early on your first date, alright? <laughs> but, but, yeah, uh, Irma's, like, singing badly. Uh, and then we get into, like, Roxanne and Bebop. They go through the, they, they go through the hole in the wall. Like, you know, they like, you know, uh, shaped like them. And then they capture Irma. Well, I, throughout the whole time, Irma's like, oh, can you please not capture me today? Can you wait till tomorrow? She's like, I have a date, and she just says, "Channel like I said, again, channel the chat with the I have a date with the Channel Six Anchorman, <laughs> like like I mean, they couldn't, <laughs> they couldn't say like you know Bob Starr, the Anchorman of Channel Six, like you know like." <laughs> but you
1: see, like when you're happy, like uh, you see all the words, like happy. Yeah. See. So, they even, they even want to kidnap you so, Oh no, today I have a date Let's, <laughs> let's kidnap, kidnap me tomorrow
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> So so that happens And then
1: We go to the sewer
0: Yeah, we go to the sewer With uh, right. Splinter with the turtles
1: Yes, Splinter with mean eyes We see that <laughs> With his mean rat eyes He's looking at something But we don't see what he's looking at And the turtles are seeing him from the back and then uh they start fighting and then we see that it was just a
0: it was just a mirror
1: yes mirror image something
0: yeah like there was a mirror in the sewer first like that's a big mirror for that sewer like i'm just saying like the sewer walls are like huge like you know and then this is like a like this isn't like a like oh this is like your a uh, full, uh, full-size mirror that you put on, like, the door of your room. This is like, hey, this is like dojo mirror, like...
1: It's one of those mirrors that you put in the dance salon. Yeah,
0: yeah, the, yeah, the dance studio. To practice dance. Right, exactly. And uh, most of the time those mirrors are plastic, just to let you guys know, because just in case if someone bumps into it. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, especially, okay, because uh, we had those for karate as well Because, you know, for karate, like, hey, look at yourself See how you're doing the form uh-huh. But when you're fighting in front of it And someone bumps into it, you don't want it to break mm. Yeah, so m- most of the time those are plastic Oh, I
1: didn't know
0: that Yeah, I'm pretty sure, same thing with dance Because, like, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure, like, so, if someone, like, moves incorrectly They can, like, run into that mirror and it's safer mm. I think it's cheaper, too. I don't know if it's cheaper. But, but yeah, uh, we have that. And, like, what almost, like, bothers me about, like, when we have, like, things like, oh, it's a mirror. I totally didn't know. When you got close to it, did you not see yourself? <laughs> like, like, if you throw something at it, then I can understand. Because, like, you already committed to the throw. But when you're charging up to it, because, like, like the four, the four turtles are charged up to it. And it was like, oh, like, like no, like no one like stopped. And was like, hey, wait, I can see myself.
1: You have to learn a lesson here. Let me tell you what was the ne- lesson.
0: Oh, I, I, need to. What, what is the lesson? Not everything seems what to be, to be a, what they are appeared. Yes. Did I, did I get it word for word? Yes. I didn't write it down. I just remember that was the lesson.
1: I think you, I mean it's funny because I thought I wrote it, but uh, I didn't. But you, but you said it correctly.
0: Uh... That, you see, I learned from Master Splinter. Well, while the turtles are, like, you know, so, cleaning up the mirror shards. Sorry, go ahead.
1: So, like, uh, how April understood that um, the Bebo and Rocksteady stole uh, Irma? Because of the shape of the Because
0: him? of the shape of the wall. So, I'm going to say this, like, uh, yeah, that, that's where I was going. Uh, because while, while the turtles were cleaning up the broken mirror pieces, like, April calls the turtles and says, like, oh, Irma got kidnapped. And, and this is like, like, in the first time, I want to say in cartoon history that I can think of, someone actually looked at the silhouettes that the people made from the hole in the walls. Uh-huh. And actually like, hey, wait a minute. I know those silhouettes. And actually like him, to I was like, oh, this has to be these two people. Because most of the time when the cartoon characters just go through the wall and make that hole, like, they just kind of, like, ignore it in like, they, no, no one's, like, concerned that yes, there's a...
1: like, only the audience can see it.
0: Right, right, exactly. Oh, it's something, something actually uh, Old Man Winters brings up with uh, April and Irma at their uh, living uh, places, actually. This is what Old Man Winters right here. He says, also, has it ever been confirmed that April and Irma share the same apartment building? It's been heavily implied in several episodes. Pizza Monster, Catwoman from Channel 6, etc. But this episode might come the closest to establishing uh, with the exterior shot. And, like, you know, because we do have a shot of, like... So, that's Irma's apartment. And, like, it could be assumed that April's apartment... Because uh, that could be April's apartment over there. Uh-huh. Uh, uh Yeah. Uh, that's very true. I didn't... I never thought about that uh, ever. But it... I could see April and Irma, like, living close to each other. I don't think they live in the same apartment building. Yeah. But I can I can see them, like, live near each other. Mm-hmm. And I could see it as one of those... I could see the reason why April was at Irma's apartment it was probably because Irma was late to work. And Burn, like, Burn Thompson, like, you know, called her up. Was like, hey, go check on Irma. She she needs to be here. And, like, that's what And then she immediately contacts the turtles. Uh
1: Okay, so I'm excited about something I can't wait that we get to, it, uh, I have to say.
0: Okay, let, let, let's talk about it. I'm done with I, this anyway. I,
1: I, I just want to spoil it before we get to that part. Okay, good. Did, uh, did you notice uh, Mr. Thompson was talking with Tiffany?
0: I did. <laughs> I did. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. We'll, we'll get to it. We will get to it. Yes. Yes.
1: I just want me, to, it, will, it will be me who is mentioning it.
0: Yes, yes. I'll make sure that you mention it when we get there uh yeah so now we cut into uh Irma who's captured by Roxanne and Bebop and they meet Shredder in what Shredder calls their low rent hideouts I mean did they I- I'm pretty sure Shredder and them has never paid for rent at any of these places that stay at
1: to me it looked like Chef Ramsey kitchen <laughs> The one that
0: they... That it, uh, oh, like like the, like the kitchen, kitchen nightmare? Kitchen. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was actually a paint factory and outside the building just said the word paints on it.
1: Yes, I saw that. Paint. Right.
0: Uh, it, I do like that. It
1: looked like a kitchen.
0: Uh, it it didn't really look like a kitchen. It looked
1: It looked like a kitchen. They had the... Well,
0: they had the... Okay, okay. There was a kitchen. There definitely was a kitchen in this paint factory, actually, now I think about it. Because they had a stove, they had an oven.
1: Yes, and they had, like, table, Yeah,
0: they had table, chairs, yes, yes. Okay, okay, yeah, they they definitely had that in there. So, I don't know why this paint warehouse needs a kitchen, but apparently it does. I guess the people who are mixing these paints, like, need to eat. And they need to, like, they only have, I guess, like, home-cooked meals. Like, while they're mixing paint. (laughs) <laughs> and putting in cans <laughs> Uh but Irma does call Shredder like Mr. Shredder I, yeah 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 I don't
1: know why he's calling you Mr. Shredder yeah yeah yeah
0: like, he, like being like respectful <laughs> uh Mr. to Shredder. him yeah which is funny because like she didn't like recognize like Roxanne Bebop right away and then like even though they're mutants but then she was like oh you guys are mutants <laughs> but like as soon as she sees Shredder she's like oh Mr. Shredder and
1: it's she... Irma's Saw them like many
0: times. Irma seen them many times. Sometimes uh,
1: she she recognizes.
0: Sometimes she recognizes. Sometimes she doesn't. I was just happy that like, hey, she was like, hey, I know who Shredder is. Like that's uh, there. There's some continuity there. Uh, Shredder introduces us and Irma to uh, the Turtle Terminator robots, mm-hmm. which is like, I mean, in they. I don't think. The artist spent any time like <laughs> to draw this. Yes, yes. Like, like, I, I, I'm pretty sure part of it is is like, oh, we're only gonna see it, uh, two very,
1: seconds. Yeah,
0: two seconds, and then it's gonna turn into Irma. But it's like, like we see the robot, and then it's like, and then like what? It shakes her hand, like, <laughs> and then also, and then like Irma's still oblivious. Is so like, oh, you look familiar. I'm like it looks like you, Irma. <laughs> Do you not know what you look like? Also, I want to add. All right, Irma's going on a date. Why is she still like dressed like in her clothes that she wears in every episode? You think she would like spru- like sp- spruce up a little, and like you know, especially like this is a this is an anchor in Channel Six. We know this because you know that's. What we—that's what he's referred to throughout this whole episode. (laughs) So I'm pretty sure he's seen Irma in this blue sweater, uh, purple skirt combo.
1: You know, she's trying to be herself.
0: (laughs) Yes, but yeah, they. But Shredder programs the Irma Terminator to destroy anything that turtles. And like throughout this whole episode, like it's like, oh, you mentioned turtles, and she just like. Starts like shooting lasers out of her eyes.
1: Something that I noticed, I don't know you, if it came to you or not. Uh, Irma had like very long neck.
0: She did. There's like, a, a, there, there, um, there's one thing I'm going to talk about. There, there's one scene in particular. Actually, I mentioned about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I, I, I wrote down, but yeah. Uh, she was very disappointed. Like, you know. Yes, this,
1: definitely like, the scale of her body was like not right.
0: Right, exactly but yeah um but there's at this point when this like robot terminator or uh, like she's walking to the channel six building and she sees a guy with balloons and one of the balloons is a cute turtle. i want to know where It's it's a cute turtle balloon and you know what if if those ever exist i totally will buy that that was like an adorable turtle balloon i don't think you can even physically make that and, then, and she destroys all the balloons because he even had like some like plain looking balloons and she's like, no, nah, it's great.
1: What other animal did you see except this?
0: That's the only one I paid attention to. Was it her dog? I don't know. Was there, a, I think one oh, of them was a giraffe. Yeah,
1: I saw a cat and elephant.
0: A cat and elephant. Oh, yeah, there was an elephant. Okay. And now, now you mentioned elephant. I remember elephant. Huh. But yeah, no, Terminator Irma just destroying balloons. Make, making, making Crang happy over there, back in, like, the, um... Uh, back in the Technodrome. So, now the turtles, there's... St- because the the turtles are still trying to find Irma, and at this point, April already seen Irma go back the, um to the Channel 6 building. Yes. And, like, I'm just... Like, you know, when, like, April saw Irma, why didn't she, like, contact the turtles, like, right away? It's like, hey, guys, you don't have to, like, do that anymore. Like, you know, like... Like, kind of, like, okay, you know how, like, when your friend, like, mess- messes you, or a neighbor, like, messages you, oh, I lost my dog? And, like, so, you, immediately, you go out in the neighborhood, and you're, like, okay, we're, uh, you call the dog's name out and everything? Yeah. And then, like, and then, and then, like, as soon as the person, like, finds, uh, finds the dog, they message you, like, right away? Yes. Like, April does not message the turtles, like, right away to let them know that Irma's back. But, oh. Um, the one thing I did note about the turtles in the turtle van, and it is, like, it's something, like, that is, like, now a big, is now a, a big thing uh, for cars because, you know, we're, we're in the, you know, the post-cell phone era. Yes. But the turtles had the turtle comm, like, mounted on the turtle van. Oh really? Yeah. You, oh, you didn't see that? It's throughout the whole episode, like the turtle. Oh, it was
1: next to
0: Donnie, isn't it? Yeah. Well, like Leonardo was someone's talking it, uh, talking.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, on it, and like, uh, but, uh, but yeah, like it was like behind the driver's side.
1: Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh. So throughout the throughout the whole episode, like it, it was like one of those like they made it into the background layer and they just never took it out.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Now uh, that you're saying, I remember.
0: Yeah. Uh, Cause that's how like Leo was like talking to, but it, it was actually a cool concept that like people like now are like, you know, like you, you go into the people like cars now where they have like the, like a lot of people have like the, the car mounts and they put their phone on there. Uh, and especially like now, like, you know, you have cars with the Bluetooth technology. So that way you can be like speakerphone. So you're not touching, uh, the phone while you're driving, especially, uh, the state of Georgia here. Uh, we are a hands-free state uh, technically you will get a ticket if you're caught holding a cell phone while you're driving mm. so you know I'm just saying that was pretty cool that the turtles had this technology <laughs> or like this like sense that like hey let's mount the co- the turtle comm on the on the turtle van
1: but the, the van looked bigger because uh, we saw like the three of the turtles sitting in the front like, yeah three turtles
0: yeah yeah the the three of the turtles were sitting in the front comfortably while leo was in the back talking on the turtle column. Yeah, yeah like no
1: it was donnie sitting in the back
0: it was donnie okay yes. oh no okay 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 no 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 you're right I, I i think you're right yes it was donnie i was sitting in the back but yeah uh but no you're right uh they're, they're all sitting there all comfortable like this is uh, definitely a bigger van in this episode, you know, the, the size of the van, like, you know, just changes throughout. You know, sometimes it's big enough for hold three turtles, sometimes it's big enough to hold all four. Uh, but, uh, after they got word that Irma's okay, they're like, okay, then we don't need to drive out anymore. And, uh, the next, one of the next thing I wrote was actually, is the way that Android Irma is, like, working. We're we're constantly having like papers.
1: Yes, like a printer. Yes, keep
0: yeah. giving
1: it, the papers out. Yeah, like yeah. The fax machine or something. Right,
0: right, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. The papers are just coming, are, are are just coming out. Like everyone's like uh, talking to her, and like she's like being cold, and she's like, all right, here it is. Like, <laughs> Vernon, Vernon, asking for something, and she just like here, up oh, there. <laughs>
1: So, after that, there was, a, there was a scene, April was on the phone with Donatello. Yeah. And then the image of Donatello on the phone was very funny because it was a still image. Instead of like the uh-huh. animated, they just put a lazy still image and uh, it, it, it was just very funny and stupid.
0: <laughs> no, I... Uh, yes, yes. No, uh not there's... Because it was a surprise image
1: of him.
0: It, it, it was a surprise image of him and they just like, just kept that one? Yes. Like, her phone was buffering at that time, you know. It happens sometimes, you know. When you're talking and the and the person, like, Im- image just freezes. And always, it you know, it always happens in the most awkward position for that person. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they, look, this animation team knew that this was going to be an issue. And they just want to normalize it then. So that way, when we come to the, our technology now, we're like, Oh, yeah, we've seen this in the Charles. It happens. Now, we're... We'll talk about more image freezing, um, uh, uh, like not oh, uh, uh, in in this episode, cause there's a lot of that in this episode. There's there's one particular scene I want to talk about later.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh, now. Okay. So we're in the paints building. This is like where Irma's, like cooking the food.
1: Um. But before that, isn't oh. it like that Irma? Uh. The. The handsome guy. Uh,
0: oh, oh, oh. 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 Go ahead and talk about this. Sorry.
1: So the extremely handsome um, the
0: extremely handsome anchorman
1: anchorman comes to Irma and she's so busy and he right. says that no one uh, no one throw me no one like uh, throw me out
0: sometimes. yeah yeah no 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 one, no one throws me out because he was like hey get ready for your date and like she's like no I'm busy yes yeah
1: and then Irma just grab him and throw him like right out.
0: I am so glad that this guy's, like, parents knew that he was going to be an man, And that's why they named him Extremely Handsome. Because, <laughs> uh, therefore, uh, from starting from now until the rest of the, uh, His first name is Extremely, and his last name is <laughs> Handsome.
1: Uh, extremely
0: yeah. Handsome. Yeah, exactly. So, let's get back into with the real Irma, though. Who's, like, cooking food. And, alright, so... You know, Roxanne beam up they kidnapped her, and now they're like, no, like, they're not even, like, for forcing her to cook, but they're just kind of like, hey, cook some food.
1: Yes, that, that's part, that part, I, I didn't get it. I was like, did I miss something? Why is she cooking? <laughs>
0: why is she Like, exactly. Why is she cooking? Why is she not trying to run out of this building?
1: Yes, she was comfortable. She was comfortable and She was very like, like, comfortable
0: like, in yeah. everything. Uh, even a. Uh, Oh man, Winter said that that she's like to- that she's totally chill, and that everyone in there in this building is totally chill.
1: Yes, yeah, it's like you go to your friend's house and you say like, "Oh, by the way, I found that new recipe. Let's try it together." Yeah,
0: right, exactly. So it's just cooking, but you know it's still Irma, so like therefore if she has to cook bad. Um, uh, she uh she has to cook bad while everything's like burning, and then. And then, like, you know, she's
1: just... so uh stove fell on the Bebop and Rexy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how did the stove do that? Like, I mean, I've we've had this oven stove for, like, years now. And, like, I've never that, seen it try to move.
1: Yes, the transfer module came. <gasps>
0: oh, the transfer... Okay, the, there we go. It's the transport module. But okay. It,
1: but it was very stupid. It's like, uh, suddenly we saw that the stove is more moving. Right. And then it... So. Right, okay. And no one burned.
0: No, oh. no no one burned. I um, mean, you know, Beaver and Roxanne just had their feet stepped on by Irma, and like, like, yeah. that was more harmful <laughs> than the stove
1: Exactly. Like, falling. Every time uh, Irma stepped on their feet, he, they screamed, but...
0: Yeah. Now, I, I just want to note that, like, Irma, at one point, gets both of them hopping up and down. You would, if she was smart, she would, like, run out of the building. But she's just like, oh, you know what? Oh, I feel bad. I'm sorry. I feel bad for you guys. All right. I wanted to get back into this because we see the transport module. It comes up Mm -hmm. and it's Shredder. I'm just, and like just in my mind, I'm like, okay, what is Shredder? Why did Shredder need to go back to the Technodrome? Because Shredder was with...
1: Yes, with them.
0: With them when like they, when... When they captured, when when she got captured, Shredder got captured. And, like, and like in my mind, I was like, okay, maybe maybe at one point, like, they were thinking that, like, oh, they needed to, that Shredder wasn't supposed to be there and it was supposed to be, like, a video conference call or something like that. But I was like, no, no, he needed to be there with the robot, with the Terminator robot. So that means someone in the writer's room made the conscious decision. That after, like, that after, like, after they had, they capture Irma and they put the robot out, um, in the loose. And while even Shredder's with the robot to order the robot to go work at Channel 6, yes, yeah. that he needed to go back to the Technodrome for some reason to talk to Crane that we don't know about.
1: That's right, like. But- I don't know why I never thought about that. Uh,
0: Yeah, exactly. Because, so, the shredder just comes back. Like, it's the most awkward thing other than, hey, let's use this for opportunity to knock the stove over.
1: Also, like, um, we had, like, very little, like, crank. I have a feeling maybe we had more and they just cut it out.
0: Maybe. I mean, well, crank, I mean, honestly, crank didn't really have much to do here. And I think it was just more of like, honestly, I think Crane is just mainly theirs because he, since two of the turtles were not, since two of the uh, primary voice actors weren't there, they probably were using, uh, they probably were using uh, Pat Fraley uh, to just fill in some of that dialogue just so we can have less of less time for. Donnie and Raph.
1: More familiar.
0: Yeah, more familiar voices. That's what I'm thinking. All right, now, now let, let, let's talk about some animation stuff because this is like, all right. Do you remember back with it was uh, uh, the the second Casey Jones episode, uh, the the one with Octopus Inc. Uh-huh. the the uh, corporate the the corporate raiders of Dimension X. There you go. That's the episode. You know, we had that awkward scene where like they're talking. And it's all still images. Yeah. Um. um you, you, you wrote about this too, didn't you?
1: Yes, I wrote a still image.
0: Yes. Okay. We get. I mean, this is. This was even worse than that one because. So Shredder comes up there. The stove knocks over. Then like Irma's like oh, and, and then what we can only assume is that Irma stepped on his foot, because he is screaming in pain. He's like ow 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 ow, and we we just see. Just an image of Irma while this is going on. And they're just, like, talking. And, like, you're hearing all this action. Like...
1: And then I think we saw a still image of, um, Rocksteady?
0: Probably. But we didn't see any images of Shredder. The one who's screaming in pain? We don't see him. Um, Oh, I mean, it was just so awkward. And it was just, like, it, it went on for a good while. I mean, this was probably maybe at most two minutes but it felt like it was like five to seven minutes <laughs> like just because of like how awkward this really looked yes oh
1: gosh
0: yeah no that was a. Uh, that was something so all right yeah. I, I'm, I'm curious what what's the next thing you wrote
1: Um uh, i wrote about the van that i felt like it was bigger than the next one is Tiffany's on the phone.
0: Alright, because that's what I wrote too. That's, uh, as, uh, I didn't mention anything about the van. I mean, the van always like, the, to me, the van always like changes sizes. We Sometimes, sometimes it has a dome uh, on the top. Sometimes it's flat on top. Like, the van's size has never been consistent. I mean, and in this episode, we have a freaking communicator that's like on the side that never leaves it. But let's talk about Tiffany. Like, So, I I think this is our last, maybe this might have been our last uh, mention of Tiffany, because I don't, I don't think Tiffany comes up in season four at all. I know we've seen, I don't, I know we don't see her again, because she was only in two (laughs) episodes.
1: I don't know why Tiffany is so important. You
0: love Tiffany, I know that. (laughs) No, as soon as Byrne mentions the word Tiffany, I was like, oh my god, I wrote it down, I was like, I wonder if she caught on, I I, should have known you would have caught on we don't hear her voice uh, they they even make a reference about like like her not liking turtles because he mentions turtles
1: oh that's what I wanted to say I was going to say like what Tiffany said about the turtles did it, I thought that he she talked about turtle soup or something
0: maybe I don't know because you know we can we don't hear her end like, but
1: maybe you have a turtle soup tonight
0: Yes, yeah, so exactly probably um, but then at this point because. Because uh, Burn Thompson does mention about turtles, uh, this makes Terminator Irma, like, uh, like you know, ber- like, you know, beam out, like, lasers out of her eyes on the phone.
1: And the phone melts.
0: And the phone melts. And, like, you know, and I love, like, Thompson's, like, uh, reaction. He was like, oh, I knew Tiffany was hot. <laughs> like, like, yes. That's what caused it. You did not notice that the laser beam... Now, this is this is actually what uh, I I, mean, I wrote this down. But this is also what uh, what Michael Atkins wrote. He says April doesn't clue in to the fact that Irma is um, that that it isn't Irma until she zaps Burns's uh, phone. But Thursday Irma would have never refused the advances of the news anchor, which which happens before Th- this that should have been. The only clue April needed to know that that was not, uh, that was not Irma. It definitely would have been the only clue Aunt Agatha, uh, would have needed. I agree. If April's aunt was there, she, as soon as she saw Irma, like, through the guy, she was like, wait a minute, this isn't Irma. But yeah, uh, as soon as, like, eyelids come out of Irma, April's like, wait a minute. This is not Irma, and that was like her reaction.
1: So I don't know why uh, this scene sounds uh, something reminding me in the Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> there was a there was an episode that the brother-in-law was dating a woman that uh, was. Uh, loved uh, frogs. Oh, yes. Do you remember that? Yes, I remember. And she believed that er uh, everything and everyone comes from the frog. Right. And then, uh, like, um, Raymond uh, catch the uh, girlfriend or whoever that lady was, and that she ate, uh, like, a bug. (laughs) 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 And she she was keep telling everyone and no one was believing it. Right. This part sounds... Sounded like that. April. That
0: sounded like that. Like, like, like April's like, hey guys, Irma's like shooting lasers out of her eyes, and no one's like believing her.
1: Yeah,
0: she's a robot. She's a robot, exactly. <laughs> so now we're back to the turtles. The turtles are driving around in the van, and I, I gotta give credit where credit's due. The turtles like recognize the hole from like the transport module, and like this is like the the first hole that Rock and Bebop caused. <laughs> Uh,
1: oh, baby, Bob and earth so they were here?
0: Was it? Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, and so they use that and like they kind of like they kind of like you know stalk out and they find we find uh and Bebop. They're coming out and it just says restaurant on the on the billboard, mm-hmm. but they're but we know it's a Chinese restaurant. Yes. And they're
1: eating this Chinese sticker.
0: I mean. <laughs> I thought these were bad guys. They are just the. Fu- I mean, and winter Winter's like comments, like how he, this, like how, how chill everyone is is at this point. <laughs> like you know, Irma, Irma, Roxie, Bebop, and Shredder. They're just eating Chinese takeout because you know Irma burned the food. They're just like
1: they're having fun. They're having
0: fun at at this point. At really at this at this point, like. The the, the the turtles, they're the ones who are now being kidnappers. Because Irma's, like, comfortable where she's at. Exactly. And, like, I, I actually, you know, I, I, I think Shredder should have just contacted the turtles. And just said, hey, I need you to get this crazy lady out of here. She's breaking everything in this factory. And stepping on all our toes. Because, like... Now, at this point while they're eating, uh, he gets like the Chinese food like dumped on his head because of like Irma's like it. Oh, because Irma like is trying to give him soy sauce and instead of giving him like the packet, she like opens it and squirts it on him.
1: Yes, and yes, I'm just wondering why should they like pay for that? He probably paid for the all the Chinese food. And-
0: yeah, because they didn't <laughs> steal. It didn't look like they stole it. Yeah. They, they looked like they actually came out of the restaurant. It looked like they paid for the Chinese food.
1: It's like, okay, let me get one for this animal too.
0: <laughs> yes. No. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, because the turtles followed Roxanne Bebop like, with the Chinese food, they felt like, and also the hole in the... Uh, well, it, yeah, it, well, in the, wall, in the floor actually, uh, uh, you know, they they found them in the in the paint paint factory. At this point, the turtles are coming in to to rescue like Irma. And I I really when they come in, i, I if I was trying to, I would have just been like, here, Irma, just take her, just take her. We we already had the the robot thing. You, you you guys are good. Um, but uh, the uh, Roxanne and Bebop, they're chasing like after the turtles, like. Like, in the factory while the turtles are having their fight. One thing I wrote is, like, during this chase, we see, at one point, Rocksteady has his sword, like, in his hand. And he only has it while he's running.
1: Oh, I didn't see that.
0: Yeah, he, yeah, Rocksteady only has it when he's running. But then, like, afterwards, it's it's gone. We don't see it again. It was just kind of, like, weird. It's just, like, you know, like, someone remembered, like, oh, he has a sword. And then someone forgot, like, oh, he had this sword with him,
1: uh-huh. right? And then they uh, they pour all the cans on the turtles,
0: right? Uh, on, on the bad guys, or did the turtles kick? No, on the on the turtles. Oh, 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 okay, yes, yes, yes. No, because I remember at the end of the fight, that's when Shredder gets uh, the can on on him, and that's how the turtles like win and run away from it because Shredder can't get the can of paint off his head.
1: Ah, yes, that was for later, but uh, yeah. this was like a smaller can.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah yes,
1: yes. But uh, there was a scene here, it, um, so April's looking down, and then suddenly, like, she, uh, she looked up, but in a very, like, I don't know what to say, <laughs> in a very attractive, <laughs> slow motion kind of thing. <laughs> you didn't get that?
0: No, I didn't get that.
1: So I do they, they... They try to make her very attractive.
0: <laughs> I mean, this show always tries to make April very attractive. No, I, I, no, no, I, I didn't get it. I have to, I'll have to go back and like watch that scene.
1: I have to show you.
0: Yeah, exactly. We're back at Channel 6, because there's something really important I need to talk about. It happens in 13 minutes, 24 seconds. Mm,
1: it wasn't wrong, to of talking. What? Okay,
0: we're still playing the soundbite. All right, it was not really wrong turtle talking. It was just wrong Channel 6 employee talking. So we get introduced. Yes, we get introduced into this character whose name is Stan. And when like Irma's like going around and like start like causing so much destruction in the uh, Channel 6 building, uh-huh. Uh huh. Um, like Vernon and Stan are like next to each other, and then when Stan uh talks, it's instead coming out of Vernon's mouth.
1: Oh, that's funny. I saw yeah. that you paused it. It's funny. I didn't even. Know
0: yeah, yeah. you're probably like wondering, like, wait, there's no turtles on screen. <laughs>
1: yes, why he's pausing?
0: Yeah, the, like I said, there's no, there's no actual turtle, and in, in this whole episode, there's no like actual turtles like mistaken. But all right, here's the ironic part. This whole episode we have extremely handsome Anchorman. Never learn his name. And it, for this like for this like 30-second scene, we get this new guy from channel 6. I
1: learned his name.
0: We learned his name. His name is Stan. He only has one line his and name they, Stan? Stan, yeah. He only has one line and they gave it to Vernon. <laughs> They, uh, they 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 messed up this part like you know like <laughs> I mean um, just just imagine if like this is like a, like a live action show and they're like hey buddy you're an extra but guess what you got a line and the guy's like all excited like, yeah I get a line and then like instead instead like what happens is like when he says the line it's like off screen but like the The recurring character, um, (laughs) like, his face is showing during that time. That's what happened to this poor guy. He has one line, and Vernon stole his thunder.
1: That's not right.
0: Well, you know, Vernon is the savior of New York and everything. So, you know, I guess, I guess it's right. (laughs) Uh,
1: Imagine all his family was sitting in front of TV to to watch him when he says his first line.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: (laughs) It never happens. It
0: never happens, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I just find it so ironic that this guy has a name, but the Anchorman, that, like, we've seen in already multiple episodes, still doesn't have a name. Uh, so, at this point, this is when the Turtles and Irma, uh, they they find the Terminator uh, Irma. Uh-huh. And, oh, uh, before I go on, something Michael Atkins, like, mentioned, because... Uh, this happens with uh, when Shredder Roxanne, and get away." Uh, he says that we need, a, we might need another soundbite uh, when the turtles say they're getting away because it happens a lot. <laughs> uh, but but here we have, but here we have like the turtles. They they meet up with uh, the robot Terminator. April's also there because you know. April was, like, chasing after her from Channel 6, and the turtles, like, come out of the van shouting, turtle power, or, uh, no, no, no I'm sorry, they fight, turtles fight with honor!
1: And then Ermo says, uh, Ermo fight with handbags!
0: Yeah, women fight with handbags!
1: Oh, she said, Emma Yeah,
0: well, women, yes, and when she's, like, twirling her handbags, and guess what? That line was written by a man. Oh, really? Yeah, of course, yeah. The two writers of this episode were, were, were both men. I mean, all right. Now, if you were writing this episode, like, if you were writing uh, something about the show, would you have, like, written something like, oh, women fight with purses? No, I mean,
1: this is something that they usually use in the cartoons for the old woman. Right,
0: right, women exactly. fight
1: with
0: the purse. Right, 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 right. It's something like, it's something for the old women, not, like, not something for, like, you know, Irma and... April, they're both, like, pretty, They're you know, they're, like, women in their 20s.
1: Yes, these days, like, the woman, they kick you and they <laughs> have so many ninjas.
0: stuff. Exactly. No, I, I I definitely agree, and that's why I'm saying that this line was written by a man. Because men don't really understand women that well. Uh, now, at one point, when the turtles are, um, they're actually coming out of the van and, like, uh, assembling and everything... It is really clear that we hear Rob Poulsen's voice shouting Banzai. And I just found it ironic because Rob Paulson is not voicing in this episode. So they just took, like, his soundbite that, like, uh-huh. yeah, that they had. Like, because you know how, like, uh, sometimes with um, with with Bebop, uh, they would have, like, the Barry Gordon, like, mama. Yeah. And it was clear that's not Greg Berg. It's an the, Yeah, yeah, the archive, yeah. Uh, this is definitely his archive of his uh, of his voice and I
1: mean, people love
0: my accent. I <laughs> people people love your accent. They tell me <laughs> if you love Anna's accent, just uh, write a tweet that says or send an email that says I love Anna's accent, especially when she says Our chief. <laughs>
1: yes. What is that? Uh, what is that game thing that I was? I keep. What, Arcada? Arcada.
0: Arcada, yes. Anna, for the longest time, I had to teach her the word arcade. (laughs) Because she kept on calling it Arcada. Alright, so now at this point, like, we're...
1: Then we are in the
0: sixth. Well, before we get to the sixth flag, because, you know... um, Because this is, like, where uh, Irma starts, like like, the robot Irma starts flashing yellow.
1: Yes.
0: And this is actually where I wrote down... All right. There's at one point, and you mentioned earlier in the podcast of how she had this like weird long neck thing. Mm-hmm. At one point, she's like flashing this yellow, and they make like a silhouette of Irma, yeah. of the flashing, of of the flashing yellow. But she's not like in the silhouette until she does this awkward bend thing, uh-huh. and this is like where we see that long neck, and it does not, not proportion to. The character model's body at all. Yeah. Uh, like, and it, it's very awkward. But, like, before she does the awkward bend thing, the, the character's not in that flashing yellow, uh, outline until she gets into that bend. And it was just so awkward to see. hmm It was like, they just, they were like, oh, we're just doing this, but we're not gonna, but we just do it for this one awkward position that she's in, which doesn't look good.
1: Yes, it's like when you see the character, something is morphing to something else. Yeah, it changed
0: like weirdly. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, it, it 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 was really weird. Like when when they cut into like the next close shot of her with the they they fix it like because she she looks more normal. The it, it's it's on her outline. Yeah. it's just that that one part was just it just looked really odd. I didn't I, I didn't like the way it all, and in, and especially like. The way her body was and then so as you mentioned like over here this is like when uh the turtles they kind of like chase her into the abandoned uh closed down amusement park mm-hmm. which i want to say they have we've been to like in a in this show we've been to a abandoned amusement park before like didn't like the bad guys I use that it... as a hideout before in another episode
1: yes i think it did
0: I, I'm, I'm blanking on that episode. If you guys, if anyone knows that episode, just l- let us know. But, like, but yeah, like, because I was like, because as soon as they went here, I was like, we've seen this. Like, really I was like, we, like, not this particular amusement park, but we've seen this whole, like, um, like, amusement park that no one goes to anymore. I think so. Yeah. And I, I just, I, I think, I don't know, I guess maybe New York is just full of these amusement parks that, like, shut down. <laughs> Cause like here in Georgia we only have like one, like all the other like all the other parks like I cannot think of like a single park that like oh it it's closed but we still have all the circus tents and roller coasters <laughs> everything going around. Uh, and then.
1: But if you think about it, it's kind of like creepy to be alone in a. Oh yeah. Empty.
0: Amusement park. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Oh. 100%, yes. One hundred percent is really creepy to be in around there. Uh, one thing I do want to note is that even though this is... I mean, this looks like it's been, like, like no one's, like, touched this place for at least three or four years. There's still a vending machine that still has, like, desserts in it that Irma, like, goes get. You can go get, and she puts money in it. hmm Like, so, yeah. Uh, I did write... There's a part where, uh, where Raphael, uh, he's throwing uh, baseballs. And it's looping animation. I don't know if you caught this. No. Okay, so it's a looping animation. So Raphael has three baseballs in hand, and he keeps throwing the baseballs. But the baseballs, like the like the the amount of baseballs, never um, change. Change.
1: That's funny. Yeah. There was so many animation mistakes
0: that I didn't even bother to write. I don't know. I I I I agree with you. There's one I didn't I didn't write it down, but there's that one point where uh, the turtles are driving in the turtle van and they're driving the street and there was like one van that was, it was like Bob's like something, um, like, and like we saw, we saw that van like three or four times as they were like driving down the street. I'm like, all right, either this Bob guy, whatever his business is, is, is so lucrative that he has to have vans in like 300 feet within each other or, you know, the animators are being lazy. With the same background, uh... So, all this goes on, you know, Irma, it's just, like, you know, like, she goes and, like, she gets the snacks, and then she gets into April, because, like, April's like, oh, Irma, there you are, and then April's like, oh, no, that's the robot, and Irma's like, oh, hey, and she looks up, she looks at the robot, and, like, you know, just doesn't even, like, comprehend that the robot looks like her. Yes. It's, yeah, um, now... (laughs) Uh, so at this point, like, you know, Shredder, Roxanne, and Bebop, they're back in the uh, Technodrome. Uh, it's funny because Shredder had the bucket of paint on his head during the whole transport module scene. Mm-hmm. Or a ride, I should say. Um, and because, like, they don't get the, the paint off out of his head until, like, they make it to the Technodrome. And that has to be so awkward for Shredder. Like,
1: <laughs> having, mask and having, a-
0: having a mask and having it Having a mask and having a bucket. I did. Uh, uh, you know I didn't even write it down, but like there's that one point like where uh, Shredder's like shouting and we, we can't hear what he's saying and like uh, Roxanne asked asks people, hey, what is he saying? He was like, you don't want to know. <laughs> That's our that is like uh, I think our our first like kind of context of like, hey, he might be saying some swear words, kids on a kid show. <laughs>
1: If you remember last time, last episode, uh, he was in, in the block
0: also. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was in the block, yes. Yes, he, yes, he was in the block, but, like, you know, that's where we were like, hey, is Shredder going to survive? <laughs> At least here, this is pain. And he, he has enough room to breathe. But, all
1: right. It's, it's exactly the same cartoony thing that right. they usually the bad guy have something on his head. Right.
0: Or... Yeah, exactly. Now, if they're watching this, and they're watching, like, the Irma Terminator, like going through and then like Crane krang goes like oh no don't let her go into the funhouse and like they're like why there's not, nothing's gonna happen in the funhouse and then she was like no the one thing that can de- defeat it is in the funhouse it's like, like i'm just it's like just in my mind i'm like oh right really what is that is it the mirrors
1: <laughs> like
0: <laughs> like yes
1: because uh, i even wrote fun
0: house why <laughs> yeah exactly exactly what what is in the fun house that could like look like, like i i know what they're getting at because like they're getting at like oh the turtles are gonna uh, outwit it because we find out like you know the mention of the word turtles makes the the robot goes insane and wanted to like murder everyone and like so, therefore the thought process is like, oh, you go to the Funhouse mirrors with all those mirrors, and you just overload it with like a bunch of images of turtles. But just the way that like Crane says it is like, the Funhouse is the Terminator's one weakness. I mean, it's like, <laughs> like, like you know, it's it's the whole like uh, Green Lantern uh, when they first made them in the comics and like. Yo, is this guy's weakness? I'm like, 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 how is that a weakness? Like, it's a color. Like, so you're saying like, the funhouse is the weakness? But it, it was, it was awkward.
1: Same way that they pour water on the uh.
0: The wicked witch of the west. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, we have like, like, oh man, this thing would be invincible if it wasn't for that one thing, <laughs> that one thing we weren't counting on, funhouse mirrors. <gasps>
1: Or the dragons, or this kind of stuff, they always have like a spot that,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always like one little spot, like, wait, wait, a minute, come on.
1: <laughs> so, the uh, like, but before that, the, there was a scene that the turtles were making like uh, funny faces. They're all like,
0: oh, uh-huh. it was just, this was in the Fun House, right?
1: No, bef- uh, before oh. the. F-
0: Oh, no, bo- the- no, no, before the funhouse, when they are trying to chase the... Ro- yes! Okay, I've seen... I know which one... I know which scene they're talking about. Like, they're in the corner, and they're making a lot of funny faces. This is... I... I've seen this image so many times.
1: Yes, I want to say... I think it's one of those GIF images yes. that we see a lot.
0: Yes, this is definitely one of those GIF images that you see a lot. Like, like it's because it's one of, like, the silliest. Mm-hmm. Of like the turtles, especially like with the style of animation. Yes, yes. Uh so we go in we go in the fun house and like you know there's mirrors, it's that whole like classic uh mirror mirror thing that we've seen in a lot of cartoons and movies where like you don't know which one is the real one, but like they like you know, whenever they animate it or like do it, it always looks looks weird because they, they don't want to reflect everything because that's too much work to do. Then they just want to ma- emphasize that it's just that one uh, thing. This is why, like, the whole Funhouse mirror kind of thing, confusion, really only works on animation and not on, like, live action. Yes. Because with animation, you can cheat and you can just only put the images you want to put. Mm-hmm. There is at one point when they're in the Funhouse and, like, the... The Terminator surrounded with all the mirrors, and we're just seeing like the turtles like heads, like and there's not even bodies. Yeah, this is like heads. All and I'm like, okay, like that's the part where you're like, all right, this is like impossible. There's like no way you can reflect all of that, and especially it was like.
1: I think they're trying more to make it like, uh, like a grotesque uh kind of like image for us.
0: Right, right, exactly, yeah, uh, and. And, yeah, so, uh, this is how, like, the turtles, like, uh, defeat the robot because, like, with all this, it overloaded it, uh, it loses the image of Irma, it goes back into that ugly, like, lazily drawn robot, and really with this, like, robot, like, you know, at this point, I, we know you're trying to go for Terminator the movie, just, just go full on and make it Terminator, I mean, you know, like, this, this robot design just really was not a... Good design. And, okay, the ironic thing is that this actually was, this episode was released on VHS, and they used this robot design on the cover. It's oh, like, yeah, and, like, you hardly see that robot design. Yes,
1: the robot yeah. was awful.
0: Yeah, the the robot was not, like, you know. The, I don't think Neko's going to be making a figure. Of this robot anytime soon. I uh, would when, when NECA make like
1: I won't be surprised that <laughs> Neko make a figure of this ugly robot and people are like in line like,
0: yeah, people are in line trying to get angry it.
1: on Twitter. And, and didn't it. I didn't
0: get the Turtle Terminator. <laughs> Why did I not get the Turtle Terminator? Wait a did, minute.
1: Did you see his eyes was growing yellow Also, yeah. uh, also <laughs> uh,
0: uh, Yeah, exactly. Uh alright. And then Dante Dante for some reason has a screwdriver on him. Because, like, like because April's like, oh, what are you going to do with him? We need to destroy him. And I was like, no, I'm going to make a adjustment with him. And um, so uh, so now we see, the next part we see is that the there's a transport module going to the Technodrome. And here's something that bothers me about this. So, I mean, I, I know. We had Roxanne and Bebop. They went to the Technodrome. They went to the Earth with their own transport module. Then we had Shredder. Go to the Earth with his own tech uh, transport module.
1: See, everyone has transport module except me.
0: Everyone has a transport module, uh-huh. except you. Uh, but like, like I, I, I mean, with this logic, I understand there is a transport module sitting out there that is being unused because even with Shredder's like round trip that he does to go back and forth into the uh. It from like you know going back to Earth and back to the Technodrome, like for un- his unnecessary reasons. I know there is another t- transport module. Now when the turtles like they actually go outside the building of the Paints Factory, there was no transport module there. Like like how like where did the turtles like know like where to go? Other than like maybe Irma made it, might have told them like oh hey I saw I saw they parked the transport module. <laughs> Like <laughs> in the corner over there, like because like it's because it really is like like they're like oh we're gonna send them back with a transport module. It's like it's not like the turtles have one. Like it, it it was just weird. But they they send the turtle terminator they send the terminator back. And it's not turtle terminator anymore. Now it's chasing after Shredder, Krang, and mutants. And this is what Michael Atkins had her actually. Uh, right about that. He he says, The Terminator gets reprogrammed by Donnie to Zap Shredder, Zap Crane, Zap Mutants. Wouldn't have that meant that the Turtles themselves would still be viable targets? And that's true. Like, how did, like, like, did T- Donatello, like, m- like, program it to be like, okay, Zap Mutants, except for Turtles. Like, did he, like, turn the Turtle, like, sensor off? Like, you know, Turtle Mutants don't Zap. Other Mutants... Fair game. Uh, it was it was a weird like like logic uh thing in there, but at the same time like the alternative would have been zap shredder, zap krang, zap rocksteady, zap bebop. Like I understand where they're going for, but like you know just 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 they're turtles too. <laughs> I, I I personally would have been like zap zap the foot. They could have just made it easy like that.
1: So um uh, something I. Something about my friend Crank. Yes. So,
0: who was hardly in this episode.
1: Yes, but it doesn't mean that we don't have to talk about it. I
0: know, I know. Let's let talk about your friend.
1: So, uh, Crank, uh, when he was on his uh, bubble walker. Right. Um, they they painted some kind of lines on his like glass on the. Bubble they, he thing. had
0: this like this constant like Crackles? like not not I wouldn't say crack. It was like a glare kind of thing. Like like it, it was like this like bubble kind of thing. It gets like distracting because I like, I understand like they want to put like some like texture into the into the bubble. So it, it's not just this plain clear line. Uh-huh. They try to put like so I'm like oh let's put some realistic things in there. Kind of like you know like kind of like when you have the light like glaring and then yeah. you have like the circle from the light bulb.
1: Yeah, outline. but it looks like a uh, crack.
0: It does. I mean that was the thing. It it really does because when you do something like that, when it moves, it has to move with it. Instead, it's stationary at one spot.
1: Yeah, it's because you see that when uh, the glass on the on the car when some, right. when it breaks, it
0: uh, yeah yeah it, it, it doesn't
1: ha- break. It just have those lines. It
0: has those lines. Yeah, you know. I agree. That's what it looks like. In this episode, we only see Krang in the Bubble Walker 2. It is like. I don't know why I don't know why they decided that, oh let's not give him the android body here but at the same time he as I said I really think Crane was in this episode to take away to take lines away from Donnie and Raphael. I really think that oh oh something I wanted to mention about the whole mirror thing uh because going back to Michelangelo and Leonardo uh like Mikey was like oh where did you get the idea for that? And my thought process was like, Mikey, where were you 20 minutes ago? Because Splinter did this to you. <laughs> yes. Because that whole like mirror thing was a foreshadow of like what like Splinter's only part in this episode yes. was to foreshadow this. Yes. Yes. This fun house uh, thing. And then at the end we have we have Irma and the Anchorman. They're like you know, because Anchorman is like Irma's like, oh, I'm excited for my date with extremely handsome Anchorman, and Anchorman in crutches because you know, like the Terminator threw him, and like he's like, oh no, get this crazy lady away from me, and then you just like you know, she goes runs and makes him fall, and
1: yeah, yeah because the te- the turtles tell her, um, tell her that uh. Tell the truth; it never hurt. Uh, <laughs> right.
0: Exactly. Yes. 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 The turtle told her to tell the truth. and never. It, it. It doesn't hurt. Yes. I actually. I did not write that. Down. I'm glad you mentioned that because I didn't write that down. But yeah, because she was like, "Oh, what do I. What do I do with this guy?" And and the turtle say, "Oh, tell the truth. It won't hurt." And then like she goes and tries to tell him the truth, and instead crashes into him. Yes, and
1: they say that uh, it uh, um, maybe the truth does hurt. Sometimes. Right.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah and then they don't laugh in this episode though i'm gonna say this because usually at the end of the episode like we have like a the the last thing we have is a shot of them laughing yes and instead it's like oh i guess the shoot does hurt and then just fades to black and then we have the themes on then they have the credits yes
1: but the the image of the uh handsome extremely handsome (laughs) man was very cartoony the way he's on the floor it looks it was like uh it looked like a Spongebob.
0: No no I, 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 I agree. No, I, I'm gonna say this anytime anytime there's like anything like extremely cartoony, uh, Anna just says it looks like Spongebob. Re- recently, uh, I've been introducing her to uh, One Piece because it's like that's an anime I've been like I, I, I liked a lot and I've been like, you know what? I haven't watched it in a while and I'm like, let's let's try to watch all thousand episodes by the end of this year. <laughs> And I was just watching it as, like, every time, like, it cuts into, like, their wild gags where, like, you're seeing, like, their eyes pop out of their mouths and, like, their mouths, like, hanging down. She's like, oh, it's, it's anime Spongebob. And, like, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> so if anything cartoony, ha- if anything extremely cartoony happens, especially when they have extremely, like, extremely different, like, facial expressions.
1: <laughs> because in his book nothing is impossible.
0: Right. Yes, it's... In it, a
1: stupid bit.
0: Yes, so for Anna, that is uh, Spongebob. Uh, this is what uh, Michael Atkins had to write about this episode overall. He says, as poor as the animation quality seemed, I actually liked this episode. I enjoyed the plot, liked that they brought the mirror trick from the beginning back around in the end, and thought the scene with Irma being a handful as a clumsy hostage was really fun. I'm not sure why the bad guys didn't uh, replicate April April with the robot from the technical point of view, but from the narrative end, I get it. Uh, Irma makes more fun as a hostage. and I, I will say, I think the writers, I think for for this, like the writers knew that if they had April as a hostage, mm-hmm. it would have been boring.
1: Yes.
0: Irma as a hostage is just more fun because you can have more fun with her because of the things. I mean... I will say, as a hostage situation, this is the most awkward hostage. <laughs> like you know, like because the, she felt more of like a house guest than a hostage in this episode. Uh, but one thing he does mention is that uh, one thing he does mention is that uh, they use Irma instead of April. What old man Winters um, showed to us is that in. The Fleetway's version of the Archie comics for the UK market. There was a similar story about Krang sending a robot infiltration infiltration unit, but it was modeled after April instead, and he actually sent us an image of that. Oh wow! Um, so uh, we'll we'll definitely share this image. Uh, but like, this is definitely like this is de- this definitely would make a much different episode. This is like. I, I'm surprised. This looks like the cartoon animation. This looks like more like the, something from like the original comics or yes. uh, the 2003 series. I mean, it's yeah, it like it, it, it it's a really creepy one instead of this like fun silly Irma robot <laughs> uh, that we had. Uh, but but overall, what did you uh, think about this episode? Uh, it
1: was uh, it was uh, one of those episodes that. You can eat popcorn and have a relaxed night I, and then forget about it.
0: Yeah, I, honestly, I agree with you. This was definitely one of those episodes I, until we watched it, I couldn't even remember anything about this episode. Uh, I think I think the only thing that was memorable about this episode was Irma shouting, uh, women fight with handbags. I, everything else, like, I just... Uh, it was very forgettable. I couldn't, like, like, it really felt like, it really felt like I watched this episode for the first time, uh, when I watched this, only because there's just so much of it I just forgotten, and it's never, like, really, like, resonated with me. This is definitely, this is definitely, like, one of those that, it, it, it doesn't, like, you know, because there's so many episodes out there for the series that there's nothing about this one that sticks out. <laughs> uh. So, but,
1: there, there was one sentence that from Mikey that I wrote. I just wanted to mention. Oh, yeah. Uh, about the fun house and the, the mirror thing. He said, uh, truly magical strategy.
0: <gasps> oh, yeah. Yes. Radical. Ra- truly radical.
1: Radical,
0: yes. yes. Yes, Mikey. It is a truly radical strategy that you completely forgot about in the beginning of the episode. Yes. It's all, it's all right. My- Mikey, was- Mikey probably forgot... About this episode as much as I did, <laughs> like he just like you know he his attention span was just a lot less.
1: His attention span is even shorter than my summary memory.
0: <laughs> That's right. That we totally forgotten. Next week, next week we will have a summary. Next week
1: we give you two summaries.
0: <laughs> yeah, next week we give you two summaries. That's right. Um, uh, uh, before, uh, before we, uh, before we end this episode. I do want to thank, um, everyone who reached out, uh, with their, uh, prayers and their kind words for, about my grandma. Um, you got like, you know, if you guys don't know, uh, we had to miss, we had to miss the last couple of weeks because, uh, my, unfortunately my grandma, uh, passed away and, uh, a lot of you guys reached out to us and I really appreciate that. Uh, a lot it re- like you know uh you guys it, uh you guys who are listening you guys are definitely friends uh you guys are definitely family in my eyes yes. and uh i really i just want to uh just 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 thank you from the bottom of my heart uh for for reaching out and making sure everything's good and thank you for keeping her in your guys' prayers and even when the news for, even when i first shared when she wasn't feeling that well uh, you guys were out there just keeping, like, just keeping an eye and like asking me the status of her, and I really appreciate that. Um, but join us next week. Next week we'll be talking about the episode, The Great Boldini, and it it's it's an episode with one of our favorite uh, villains again. What's
1: his Boldini?
0: But uh, we will find out next week when you give her a summary. It's not bulldozer, isn't It's not a bulldozer. No. <laughs> not a bulldozer. Uh, if you guys have any questions or memories about this episode, please uh, email us at recallpodcast at gmail.com or tweet us at turtlerecallpod. And uh, until next time, guys. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to us. If you have any comments or memories you want to share, be sure to reach out to us. On Twitter at Turtle Recall Pod. Turtle Recall is proud to be a part of the Res TV network. Be sure to go to Res.tv to check out our podcast and other great podcasts they have available.